otherwise on SAFM. This is really what I love about my job because I get to connect with people I haven't spoken to for a long time. Mani Furve is one of them. Hello, Mani. Hello, beautiful Miss Shadow. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> and just so happy to see you busy with what you love, which, oh, which is music. <laughs> Listen, top stars. Yes. You had an event this weekend. Yes, Top Stars is a is a beautiful uh, personal empowerment program run by a huge corporate HR department. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the biggest uh, retailers in Africa. They give work to 118,000 people all over Africa, wow. and they do this for their workers because you know retail is a terrible place to work. They have such stringent rules, and that people have to keep to. So to make the workplace fun. They did um, a sort of an idols competition. Many corporates do them. Yeah. But this has become an institution. This is an annual event for the past eight years. And Top Stars has brought us some lovely, lovely talent. And, um, yeah, uh, this year's grand finale was held at Grand West Arena on Saturday. And we had us some fun. And we, we would have loved to have you there. I hope <laughs> next year we can drag you there. <laughs> It, it it sounds it sounds beautiful, but tell me how how does it work? I mean, this corporate has has staff of you said eighteen thousand people. A hundred and eighteen thousand people. A hundred and eighteen thousand. They, yeah, they're almost as big as the mines uh, when it comes to uh, job uh, jobs available, mm-hmm. and they keep growing that number. Um, yeah, it started off as a you know service delivery thing for for branches to deal with, mm-hmm. and then they thought they would add on a little thing, and it became a bit of a choir competition. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a choir competition behind every bush, so <laughs> um, it's it was necessary for it to go into something more. Yeah. And then when I was lucky enough to become the producer of it in uh, 2008, for me it was absolutely essential to add on what where can they go when they've won this competition or if they've taken part into it they're not going to become uh just passengers on a, on a train to a to a music a record um, deal or getting into show business we need to give them other tools and so that's how it became a, a personal development program but yeah top stars is about singing and but- um Miney, I want to know what what this workers get from it, from the pro. Because I don't. How long does it run for? It runs the entire year. Yeah. They are they are given a, um, the set of rules. Most people know it, but you know there's quite a turnover of staff. Mm-hmm. And um, we uh, this is also to top stars is also there to sort of create a little bit of a loyalty. Mm-hmm. The people become it's an add on to the workplace, so that they start sending or, or selecting their singers early in the year. And um, then they have to they have to hold their own auditions. They have to um, um, select their songs. They have to select their costumes. It's a whole preparation thing. They then enter the songs uh, uh, on uh, so- through social media or you know the lovely technology we have these days, digital technology. And then, uh, the, yeah, it's about a five-month period that that happens. Then there's a preliminary judging uh, period. I mean, you know you've been through. Mm. If they've got talent, it's more or less the same thing, except this is just for singers. And um, then we do a selection, and they come to our semi-final events, which we hold around Africa. On a day of a semi-final, 
they get put through what I call boot camp for for <laughs> showbiz. From eight o'clock in the morning, they have to register. We um, we get their songs from them. We load them. Then we give them a, a, a short technical run through of how a stage works, and then listen to their songs, which counts as a sound check. And then I give them pointers, and it's very early on. You can see. Who clocks into the opportunity? Mm. Uh, uh, I, I, I want to know what what it does for them, though. Does is it working on their confidence? What, you know? Uh, yes. Uh, how does it personally develop the worker? The, it develops the worker through the fact that we we take them in a very tight situation, mm. and we challenge them, saying that you want the best performance today because you want to be that finalist that goes to Cape Town mm. at the end of the year. Mm. And it's all about, you have to have a plan, you have to have a vision, you have to make the effort, you have mm. to rehearse, you have to prepare, you have to manage your time, and you have to bring it, you have to make an effort. So all those things are the things you use in your life, in your job, in your community. Mm. When you take those elements away, you, it helps you make better choices. But my, my, it all came about if you live in a stick somewhere, you have to feed your children, make salmis for the day, give grandma her tea and her brekkie, feed the dogs, feed the chickens, get on a bus to get on a taxi, mm. to get on a train, to get to work in time, clock in at 8 o'clock, wipe your shoes down and be ready to serve a customer. If you can do that, you're a flipping hero. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You know, people travel, people make, people don't think about that process. You have, you have then done everything that we say you need for a great performance. You have done that, you do that every morning, but you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. You have to be in the moment to know that every choice you make is important for you to have a successful life. And, and once you get it, you can then share it with your colleagues, you become a, um, an inspirer, mm-hmm. an, an mm-hmm. inspiring entity within your work group, and um, people people sometimes don't care about what they do and what they work. It's just about earning money. No, it's not about earning money. It's about how you are present in the moment, and you know, at the end of the day, you get paid. Very, but, very interesting. But mostly by your choices. Miney, so what co- other countries on the continent do you work in? Uh, we access Ghana, Nigeria. I'm going to give you all of them. I've got to think of the African map. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ghana, Nigeria, mm. DRC. Mm. I'm going to go down on the on the west coast. Uh, Angola, Angola, Namibia. Namibia yes. Bot- Botswana. Then we go back up to Uganda, Zambia, Zimbabwe. Sure. Then we go to the right, Malawi. Uh, Mozambique, Mauritius, Madagascar, Tanzania, Lesotho, Swaziland, and South Africa. So you get <laughs> co- you you get to travel to all these places looking for the 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 and, and running this project. Yeah, well, we don't travel to all of them. We bring the people down from there mm-hmm. to. Um, we have we normally have three international events, so it's either African East Coast. Central Africa, Lusaka is always easy to go to, and they are absolutely fantastic. They give us great support. And then the other one is either Angola 
or Namibia. Uh, we prefer Angola. Uh, it's a little bit far and very expensive, but yeah, the uh, the easiest one of all of them is Lusaka because they've got such great infrastructure there. Fantastic. Money, yeah. stay on the line. I want to find out who won. Stay on the line. We'll be back talking to you after this. Fantastic. Thank you. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is Mani Chauvet, singer and producer, and now you are in HR, actually. You're using music. <laughs> no, I'm still a producer. The <laughs> um, funny thing is, Shana, when I was doing um, career counsel, I was career counseled when I was a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be a social worker. Uh-huh. And the career counselor said, oh, way too emotional. Go be an aerostess or a PR because you're such a happy person mm-hmm. and so on. And what happens now in my, in my later years, I can combine everything that matters to me. And that is people's, people's vision of themselves. You know, this is why top stars, motto for me is empowering expectation Hmm. and that is that everyone is more than what they seem what you do your job but it's not all you are you're way more than that yeah and it's that voyage of discovery that is important to me so hr is about giving people a job yeah that's part of it but for me it's the work that counts i was born and bred on a farm in the boerland and um, i have a passion for a worker mm. they are the most amazing people they are the backbone on which anything and everything in this country is built so they and, matter and often, to me long time often <laughs> often you know no one thanks them it's a thankless position. no and isn't that gross nothing we do we can do in isolation everything we do happens because there are people all the way down to the bottom end and if they're not there we have nothing to stand on they are the foundation of any life, any a radio station, a music production, a television station, uh, the economy, the food chain, you name it. Mm. It starts with the worker mm. who clocks in. Now, tell me, are you, are you able to lend this project to other companies to utilize? Well, that is the, that's the, the, the mission I'm on. We, for the first time in eight years, have now a CD. And this, the, the, the group of top stars on the CD, we call the All Stars. The, the CD is called the All Stars. It's like a compilation album because there are, there are a variety of voices mm, that mm. we've combined in different musical styles. So absolutely, uh, Saturday night we had a showcase, an All Star showcase. So this corporate themselves saw for the first time what they have to be smuggling to other corporates. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so I, I I think you must give us your details how people can find you, absolutely, and and what they can learn from you to apply in their own companies yes. for for their workers. Huh? Yes, and it's so important to know that a worker cannot give his his or her best if they don't feel validated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they first need to validate themselves, but to be validated by your workplace as a as an important entity of course if you screw up you screw up and you've got to take a punch on the nose but again about making choices and empowering yourself with uh, with good choices so but you I'll, want you want my okay, email I'm, address you're going to give it to me just now but i want to know that outside of this project what's yes. my nichrove been up to what are you doing are you singing I, are you singing <laughs> there's oh. nothing that i do more than this top star thing i live it breathe it 
and yeah, we'd love to get other other corporates to to come on board. And it is about the worker empowerment. And of course, we have a an absolutely fantastic team. But this is what I do. This is what I love. And this and nothing gives me more pleasure to see other people grow and um, and yeah, sprinkle stardust in other people's lives. That's, well, that just uh, makes me get up in the morning. So we're not <laughs> going to see you perform anymore. Um, yeah, um, not in the near future. Do, we we may do a, a revival. We may do a show on the crowd. <laughs> 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 Wear a funny wig and wiggle my bottom and sing a song again. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but mostly it's about the people. That ma- that makes me wiggle my bottom Aww. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so sweet. Money, give us that email address, please. Okay, it's Amma Groove. Amma Groove. M Web. <laughs> <laughs> that's here, that's it, eh? So it's not my my initials and my surname, people. <laughs> it's about the groove. And it's ama groove at mweb. That's here, that's it, And eh? groove with double O, or is it? Double O, absolutely. Okay. Ama groove at mweb.co.za. Yes. Lovely chatting to you. And, and you, Shadow, and you, you look, look after beautiful. Yourself. Love you always, always, always. And Thank hope you, we can involve you sometime. I, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day. Take Thank care. you for giving us this opportunity. Thank you, Mani. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Sounds like so much fun, Mani. Um, she's she's doing a great job. Amma Groove at mweb.co.za. That's A-M-A-G-R-O-O-V-E at mweb.co.za. When I come back, uh, we will be chatting with... Uh, um, but Daphna Horowitz, we started talking to her last week about the book that she's written, Lessons on Leadership from the Slopes of Kilimanjaro, and uh, and what she learned and, you know, uh, what she's willing to share with us. That's in the book, and the book is available, but we'll chat to her after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. Okay, Daphna Horowitz is a professional speaker and leadership coach. In fact, she says, I describe myself as a catalyst coach. For me, coaching is about partnering with leaders to create shifts in their thinking for maximum impact and sustainable change. Daphna, hello. Welcome again to Otherwise. Hello, Shadow. Great to speak to you again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I still haven't gotten to, uh, to, to, in, to read the book. But I'm happy because, you know, you, you, you're going to tell me all about it. Okay, cool. Uh, we, we, we started last week, you know, about, uh, you said the book was in four parts, right? And yeah. the, there was a part of doing, and I think maybe let's just go through those again about doing first. Okay, so doing is really the most obvious aspect of the book because I think we all run around our lives doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We're all busy with the things we need to get done, the things we need to get sorted out. So even if we're t- talking about, could be a work context or even outside of work, we all have a lot that we're always busy with. And the truth is that the way that we measure our self-worth often is according to what we've achieved, how much we've done, how busy we are in our day-to-day lives. And I talk about that a lot as well because we often wear that busyness as a badge of honor. She say the busier we are, the more important we are, the more significant we actually feel. Mm-hmm. But are we busy with the right things? And that's the question that the book really wants you to look at and that I, even as a coach, look at with people often is, are we busy with the right things? Are we focusing on the right things? Are we doing the stuff that we really want to do in our lives that is going to help us get to where we want to get to or make us feel happier, more fulfilled, more connected? 
Mm-hmm. And and you know, I'm wondering, did you have to go to the mountain and climb the mountain to understand <laughs> the doing bits of it? Uh, or did it help you focus on whether you're doing the right thing or not? Yeah, so I think what the mountain really highlighted is the huge contrast. Because as soon as you get onto that mountain, you just engage with that absolute sense of stillness and quiet and calm where the doing is just so far away from your mind that you actually start to, I suppose, ask yourself those questions. Why am I so busy in my day-to-day life? Mm. Am I really focusing on the things? You know, I think climbing the mountain is an experience that you can look at in two ways. Either you can look at it as a, an amazing challenge, something beautiful, something fantastic to do, and tick it off your bucket list, you know, and say, great, something I've done. Or you can use the experience to really say, do I want to understand more about myself and my life and what I'm busy with and really make it more meaningful? Do I want to use the experience for something so much more than just something to take off the list, an experience that I've had? Stay and with me. Stay with me. <laughs> and I want to hear more because we talk, we're going okay. to talk about being after this. Otherwise, on SAFM talking to Daphne Horowitz about lessons on leadership from the slopes of Mount Kilimanjaro. So so you're there, you're at the top of the mountain for the right reason. You're asking yourself if you're busy with the right things or why you are that busy. But you say then it it, it takes you to a state of being. Does it do that? Absolutely. So what the mountain does is actually hold up the mirror for you to look at yourself as a person. So then when you go beyond the stuff that you do every day, the stuff that you're busy with all the time, you really look at, you start to look at who am I? Am I being the person that I really want to be? Mm. Am I, you know, resonating with who, or is the stuff that I'm doing resonating with who I am? Do I feel that connection between what I'm doing and who I'm being? Because I believe that the only way to really feel satisfied and live a purposeful life is when you can con- con- when you can connect the two. The what am I doing with the who am I being? You start to look at what is my purpose? What are my values? What drives me? What makes me feel happy? What, what really brings joy to my life? And am I able to understand that and bring some of that into to the life that I'm living. Do you know, Daphne, I'm glad you, you brought up the being bit because we we all think we know who we are mm. um, because we've 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 been almost socialized to believing this is who we're supposed to be and this right. is how we're supposed to carry ourselves. And right. yet we wear so many faces depending on who we are talking to. And, exactly. and, and the circumstance. So you have a exactly. you have a, a, a work face, and you have a home face. You have exactly. uh, these different personalities. So this exactly. being, how does your book tell us how to actually the right questions to ask ourselves to find Absolutely. out exactly who we are? Yeah. So I look at that, and I actually look at expectations as well. So one chapter that I talk about is the simplicity and the equalizing value of the mountain because when you go on the mountain we're not all wearing our brands our sports cars whatever it is that we drive the houses that we live in we're all in exactly the same circumstances wearing exactly the same clothes (laughs) everything we own fits into one tog bag and that's all we're allowed to take so actually when all of that stuff has been ripped away from you all that's left is you and you've got to be able to look at that and say hmm Do I like what I see? Mm -hmm. And I have quite a few chapters covering areas like 
would I want to be led by me? If I'm now looking at myself from such an objective viewpoint and I'm happy with what I see and would I be happy to to engage with me, you know, if I was on the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also go through, there's a chapter where I talk about expectations and upbringing. You know, thankfully I had a wonderful upbringing. I was happy, well-adjusted child, well-balanced, beautiful family. Everything was great. You think? And that also, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> you think? But that comes with expectations as well. You know, I, maybe I was lucky in that way. Mm-hmm. But that has its own set of expectations. So yes, I was expected to finish my trick and achieve and go to university and get a wonderful degree landed up being an actuary which was all good and fun but it didn't make me happy it wasn't what i wanted my path was almost paved for me in a way that didn't allow me to stop and say is this what i really want mm-hmm. who am i what's going to really tie in with my personality my wants needs and desires and yes i do believe there's a place for that because if we pay attention to what we want and what we need we are much more well equipped to actually pay attention to what people around us want and need as well. If we're all just following this path that was mapped up out for us blindly based on expectations and what's right or what's perceived as a good thing according to the eyes of others, we never really have a chance to get to know ourselves. And I, I'm, I'm loving the fact that we're viewing leadership in such a holistic way. Yes. Because now we, we, we then, the, the questions you asked, and you say, you know, would I be led by myself? Would, would I mm. follow those orders? Orders. It talks about relationships as well. Um, mm, exactly. How, yeah. So, how how do you relate to to others? Because when you mentioned that on the mountain, going up the mountain, you could only take one bag, and you you almost have to f- form relationships with who, with the team, uh, yes. equal relationships at that. Because yeah, you need everyone's help to to yes. get to the top. That's beautiful because that moves into the third section of the book which is the relating section. Mm-hmm. So how did we manage as a team? How did we interact with each other? What did we do if someone was missing something from their talk bag? Was it an all about me kind of phenomena or did we actually start sharing equally and understand that if the team's happy, we're all happy and we're all going to achieve what we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And from that point of view, our experience was incredible. I talk about the fact that being a group of 18 women climbing a mountain, we had a lot of comments about, oh, that should be interesting, 18 <laughs> women, I can just imagine the bitchiness, the competition. <laughs> I'm thinking and exactly you- the same thing. Yes, I'm sure. And yet, we actually didn't have that. We were able to look past all that pettiness and actually be there for each other as a team. And really, when someone needed something, one of the ladies' sleeping bag got wet because she didn't cover it properly in plastic when it was carried up in a tote bag. And she had no sleeping bag to sleep in. Do you know how freezing it is at night mm. there? With a wet sleeping bag, you can't actually sleep in it. And immediately everybody just pitched in. We gave her warmers. We gave her extra um, clothes that we had that she could sleep in. One of the porters actually gave her his sleeping bag to sleep in. It was just an experience of giving and abundance and sharing that it shows that if we take that to our daily lives, when we tend to forget about these things and when we tend to think much more lack than abundance and much more what do I need and how do I survive, if we take those principles of trust, love and abundance, I've got a chapter that's exactly what it's called, I call it the TLA principle. Okay, trust, love and abundance. Yeah, trust, love and abundance. Mm -hmm. If we practice that every day and we think about it in that way, we actually can achieve, can do and be so much more, can have that level of connection with people, the level of relationship, which helps people to work together to achieve something great.
together much much better than trying to do it on your own in the rat race competing where there isn't enough that doesn't work at what stage though the group of 18 is 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 the normal everyday woman that we know at what stage do you then become the 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 compassionate person uh, and 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 just start um leaving all the worldly goods behind if you know what i'm saying yeah. you know because it can't happen on day one no. i'm sure it develops and because yes. this is what we must work at exactly to, to, to develop. And, and you're so right and thank you for pointing that out because this was a process so the way that we approached this whole trip as i said it wasn't a bucket list thing to kick off and do it was actually a process of a month so for four months before the trip we started getting together we started having meetings training together going shopping together if someone found um, a special on a certain item that we needed for our trip they would send a message to the entire group to mm-hmm. go there and buy it so we actually started it from the beginning and built relationships we weren't a group that just because we actually were a group of strangers to start with mm-hmm. but we didn't start our trip our climbing trip on day one as a group of strangers okay. by that stage we had connected we had built relationships we had built that trust and love and abundance before okay. we were hosting meetings at each other's houses so we actually did develop a beautiful bond before that actually helped us to get through that experience Daphne stay on the line again for me because I want to know and understand the meaning of all of this perfect thank you we'll be back in a bit otherwise on SAFM so Daphne we've got our trust love and abundance and all is good <laughs> <laughs> How do we marry this with meaning? Uh, what What's the meaning of all of this? Mm. Wanting to know who we are, we're having better relationships, um, and asking ourselves whether we're doing the right thing or not. And yeah, what's what What does it all mean? So I think for me, the meaning is the container for all of the stuff that we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Because everything that we do, who we are, and the people and the communities that we live within and work within make up our whole life. And if we don't have a sense of meaning, if we don't ask ourselves, why do we do what we do? Why is it important to me? What is the purpose of it for me? Why do I wake up in the morning and go about my day? If I don't have an answer to that, then all of it becomes a little bit like drifting in the wind without meaning and just, you know, carrying on day by day without a greater sense of understanding of purpose and a a fulfilling life. I think those are the tough questions to ask yourselves because we all go through ups and downs in life. There are times when things are fantastic, well, we feel like we're in the flow, in the groove of things, and everything seems to fall into place, and that's okay. Those are the times when we least need to actually hold up that mirror and ask ourselves those tough questions. But actually, we need to ask those questions when things are going well because we're all going to experience the downs when it's tough, it's challenging. Not everything falls into place the way we expected it to, and then what do we have to hold us together? If we have a deeper sense of meaning and understanding about who we are and why we do the things we do, then we can actually always come back to that as a kind of a guiding light in terms of, you know, where we're going and what it's all about. Kind of the existential question of that. <laughs> You know, I, I remember asking you last week about leadership. If we all have leadership qualities in us, should we all be leaders? Uh, because I think other people are born to lead. Or is that wrong? Or can we all be leaders? 
you know, I think the whole leadership theory and framework has gone through so many changes from believing that you're either a born leader or you're not. And mm-hmm. if you're not born a leader, then too bad for you. You can't ever be yeah, one. You don't have a life. To the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the theory that you can learn leadership and it's definitely something that you can, that is a skill that can be learned and built to, I think, where we are today, which is actually both. You will see people who are born leaders. You know, they're natural leaders. They have that charisma. They have that level of influence that people want to just listen and follow and be motivated by them. And, and, and they have that natural style and sense of leadership. And you have the people who weren't born with it and can learn the skills. I absolutely believe that we all have a leader within us, that we can develop to a level where we can own that leadership, take accountability and responsibility for life, and take responsibility for shaping our life in terms Mm. of where we want to go and how we want to drive it. And for me, also the whole Kilimanjaro thing, it's really much more of a metaphoric thing. Kilimanjaro happened to be a challenge that I took on and then processed the experience in order to answer some questions or ask some questions and derive some meaning. But I think if I had to pose the question to anyone of what is your Kilimanjaro, Mm. it doesn't have to be that physical, literal mountain. Everybody has a mountain that they're facing on a daily basis. And it, it can be just asking yourself the question, what is that mountain? What is my Kilimanjaro? And how am I going to approach it in a way that I understand more about what I'm doing, who I'm being, how I'm using the community or, or relating to the community around me, and what meaning can I derive from it? Why is it that I'm doing it? Why is it that I'm facing this? this Kilimanjaro and understand more about it. What, what if when you find out who you are and have answered those questions and like the person that looks back at you in the mirror, but yeah. then find yourself in a, in, a, in, in a situation where you don't like now, the new you doesn't like the people around them, you know, you can't go back to your old life because you you've learned new lessons. Exactly. Can, can you take other people with you? Do you try and, and, and get them to ask themselves the same questions? Or is mm. it is it just for you to find a, a, a comfort space or other people elsewhere, if you know what I mean? You know, I think there's both to a shadow. I think that you will be able to take some people along with you who are your kind of partners on this journey of life, and they will be with you and they will evolve and develop with you as you go on your journey. Mm-hmm. And then there are people that you are going to have to make the choice about leaving behind and mm-hmm. being open mm-hmm. to who else is going to come into into your space now because you know that once you know something you can't unknow it yes and when you're looking at that level of reflection and knowing something about yourself that takes you to another level of being where you you then open to meeting new people having different experiences which will allow you to kind of be at that level and be comfortable in that level and then face your next Kilimanjaro in terms of okay well what's next (laughs) Because this is a lifelong journey. You will never have arrived. There's always going to be something that's going to push you to that next level of being, meaning, relating and doing. Trust, loving and abundance. is Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, I, I, I love what you're saying because it, 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 it gives you the real meaning to being alive when you have mm. those Kilimanjaros to face. And, yes. and, and, and it's wonderful that your book can do that for us. Um, and are you dealing with other Kilimanjaros at the moment or is this been your biggest <laughs> Kilimanjaro? 
You know, I've had a few Kilimanjaros over the last few years, but I've said I actually really just want a break, <laughs> and I want to just enjoy just being for a while. And you know how life is; it never really happens that way. So there are some. There, there is there is actually a couple of Kilimanjaros that I'm facing at the moment. That um, I, I can't give any details at the moment, but perhaps there will be a book afterwards. <laughs> well, I, I hope we we share you share your Kilimanjaros again with us. And the book is at all good bookstores, right, Stefna? Yes, absolutely. All bookstores, exclusive, CNA, any bookstores, your local bookshop, just go and look for it. And then, of course, online as well, you can go and and order it. And if people want you to come and coach and speak, um, how do they find you? Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Um, I'm always available for workshops, speaking events, and coaching. And Mm -hmm. my website is www.peaksolutions. So it's P E A C solutions.co.za it's like peace without the E mm-hmm. and I want you to be different it's peak performance but spelled <laughs> with a C instead of a K <laughs> and then my email address is my name Daphna D-A-P-H-N-A at peacsolutions.co.za peacsolutions.co.za I, I enjoy talking to you so much thank, thank you, you so much for sharing your, well. your, your gems with us and I, I wish you Thanks all the best with the next Kilimanjaro. Thank you, thank you. And to you as well, Shadow. You all take the care. Best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Daphna Horowitz, go and find the book. Um, it's Lessons on Leadership from the Slopes of Kilimanjaro. And it's by Daphna Horowitz.